What's up, fam? It's Randy B. Thank you for joining Conversations with Randy B, where we chop it up about all things Black in a candid, fun, lively, intriguing, and raw way. Let's get started. Randy. (laughs) What's going on, LC? It worked. It worked. I know. Hallelujah. People don't know. We had some technical difficulties yesterday. So we're a day late. Yeah, for everybody that's listening to this right now, listen, we tried yesterday. Phones <laughs> didn't want to align. Apps didn't want to work. But we're here. We made it. And you know what? The crazy thing is, being the black people we are, you know we thought it was a conspiracy, y'all. Of course. Everything is a conspiracy until proven otherwise. (laughs) We were like, they like, brother, they shutting us down. They shutting us down. (laughs) See, they know know we talking that shit and they want to stop it, so they're going to mess with the ass. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Blocked. It's not just Facebook anymore. It's just anchor everything. Everything. They they, they know where we are at all times. You know? (laughs) But we fighting the power. We fighting the power. (laughs) Absolutely. So how, how was your week? my brother how was your week uh no nah, it was it, it was cool just uh business as usual you know just yeah. uh paying attention to everything that's going out here of course impeachment trials all that type of stuff but you know right trying to, trying right. to keep my head above water <laughs> okay so let me ask you this so you paid attention to the impeachment trials i did i did just okay because, uh, the thing is i knew exactly how this was gonna go Right. right. That's why I didn't watch it. But, it was like, but you, like you, you know what it was. I watched not because I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Uh-huh. I more so wanted to see if anybody at all, all <laughs> on his side, would stand up to him. If anybody, I just wanted to see if there was going to be at least one person. There was one person. It was Mitt Romney. Mitt, they're Mitt Romney. Him. They're killing him right, right now. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he sat up there crying, knowing that he was going to get killed. Right. And it, but but it's 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 a like. I, I always knew that politics had their partisanship and people are aligned to certain sides or what have you, but it's amazing yeah. how in this, especially in this time, mm-hmm. they won't veer off course at all. Even at if, all. even if, even if it's something that's, you know, blatantly wrong, they'll still right. align themselves to their side because they feel like they have to. Like I, I'm re- of course you can take the news for what you know, but I'm hearing that a lot of times these senators, for example, are only voting the way they're voting kind of out of fear. Like they're afraid right. of, you know, losing their spot, losing their seat, because for whatever reason, Trump still has a very strong hold on their base. So they're scared of losing their seats because you if you really pay attention to it, the only people that ever talk about Trump are people who probably aren't running for anything again. Like, this is probably like my last term. So, exactly. you know, fuck it. I'm going to say what, what everybody else <laughs> wants to say. Right. I don't really care about maintaining my seat anymore. You know what I mean? No, he is a bully. I mean, he is like a mob boss or something, the way he's running stuff. I mean, one thing we cannot take from that man, that thing, is that he is a gangster, for real. Yeah, it's it's um, it's um, like, my, like my wife always said, it's amazing how people who have spent decades building their names have kind of just thrown a lot of that to the wayside just on behalf of this dude. Right. And it, it's like, I mean, we already knew that back in the day, Coretta Scott King called Jeff Sessions out for being a racist. We, we knew that. That's that's not news. But right, right. he still has a reputation as a reputable lawyer, as a reputable, you know, you know and his reputation just got thrown to shit just off of <laughs> his allegiance mm-hmm. to this dude. Like, right. I, I got fired. 
I'm a guy who spent if I even if even if I'm a racist ass Jeff Sessions, if I mm-hmm. spent like 50 years making my name, what I feel like getting fired somebody like Donald Trump. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> right. But they're soft. I mean, it shows how much we need to feel like we belong, which is how every horrible, tragic, huge event in history in every country has happened. Absolutely. Is that people are scared to stand up. And, and say, you know what, this isn't good. This man is not good. I might be a Republican all day long, but this person is a terrible moral character. Because for me, at least for me, the way, the way I see it is, I, I, kinda, I never really cared what um, party people align themselves with. Because no. I, I feel like what things used to be was, okay, we have a set of facts you and I might disagree about what those facts mean, right? right? Like we might interpret them differently. I could see something one way. We could look at the same sky and come up with a different shade of blue, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in this day and age, we can't even agree on what the facts are. Right. Like things could be plain as day and then people will just, you know, talk their way around it. Because I remember even talking about the, one of the charges against Trump was abuse of power, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. That was the one that Mitt Romney actually voted against Trump on. And I remember leading up to this, people like, like there were Republican strategists saying like, well, is that even really an impeachable offense? They weren't denying that he did it. Right. They were, they were questioning whether that's even an impeachable offense. Like, is that really that bad? Like, when you think about it. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, I mean, he might've told a little people something. It's cool. Right. It's cool. Right. <laughs> but you know what? I think too, I think I can respect people who just call a thing a thing. When they say to me, you know what? I know he's kind of sorry and he's raggedy and he's offensive, but that's my guy. Like, I could even get behind those people who, like, just claim it, right? Instead of the people trying to, like, change him into something that he's not. Oh, I, I, I agree. But they'll, they'll never do that when it comes to him simply because if you really admit what he is, right. it's going to sound terrible. Well, so- but because it is. Exactly. Terrible, because so it is like, terrible. So they're not gonna, they're not gonna just align themselves to that because then you're, you're gonna have to answer some really tough questions for yourself if right. you just think it's all cool and copesthetic. <laughs> right, that's good point, good point. But do we, do we align ourselves with people blindly? I mean, I think that that's a question actually that could go across the theme of this week, like when everybody was, you know, let's just go to this uh, Kobe Bryant Gale thing, right? Because mm-hmm. that was about in some people's opinion, aligning ourselves with somebody, someone blindly because some people were upset at Gail King asking about the, uh, that when he was allegedly raped a woman. And right. so some people are saying that, you know, black people are just defending him because that's what we do, which let me just say this. We do do that. Like we have to claim <laughs> that, as part, I guess, I guess all people do it, but I think that black people are so oftentimes uh, victimized and accused wrongly that we have become overly protective. And that is how, you know, some people get away with horrific crimes. Like in my opinion, R. Kelly being the case. And even when I wrote that on Facebook, some woman went off on me, like, how dare I I'll go against R. Kelly. And I'm like, if you at this point with all this off evidence are still riding for him, I don't even know. I didn't even respond to her. I read the comment, but I'm like, there's nothing I can say to you. That's like arguing religion to somebody. If you can't can't have 
if you can't see the problem with R. Kelly, then there's no need to even try and have a nuanced conversation about Kobe. It's impossible. Like, it's impossible. Because, like, I don't, like, see, the thing, at least the thing with Kobe is, right, there, there is a debate to be had about whether or not you think, you know, the, the assault happened back in the early 2000s. With R. Kelly, we know. We know. Like we, know we know. Like if you don't like, believe, I, like the I, first ten things, like maybe the eleventh, you know, you kind of get confused. See, see the thing. See the thing is, like this is uh, when it came to R. Kelly. This is how I explained it to somebody one day. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, look. Let's say, for example, you don't believe any of the women who have said anything about R. Kelly. Let's just live in this fantasy world where you don't believe <laughs> anything that any of these women said. Right? Mm-hmm. There are two things that we know for certain. One, he married Aaliyah when that was illegal. Mm-hmm. That is that is a fact. That is not a matter of opinion. There is a falsified document that they had where they lied about her age. That That is an, a real document. And that's one of the things he's being charged with some 20-odd years later. I don't know what took them so long. But mm, right. That, that's one of the things he's being charged. That's, that's one. Mm-hmm. Number two, the tape exists. That tape exists. Yep, I saw it. <laughs> so there's there's so at the end of the day, if you don't believe any of the other things that people have said about it, we have two verified incidents of him and underage girls. That that is the end of the discussion. That is the end of the debate. Right. There's no there's no room for for uh, uh I talk about nuance. There's no nuance here. We but saw no, it on the tape. Case settled. Case settled. I mean that's, case, that that is done. that is case settled. And so, and this is the thing. So, this was the thing I felt like it was not a part of uh, Kobe Bryant's legacy right this is was my argument to people i said he was never convicted of a crime if 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 he him being accused of something now we were to take everybody of any fame or any wealth particularly and Mm -hmm. say have they been accused of wrongdoing in any way i mean there's not one i don't think that we could find because they're targets once that you once you have money and fame, people will accuse you of something, right? So he was never convicted of a crime. So I don't see how that could be of record or part of his legacy. In my right. so so when it when it comes to me and that 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 and, and Kobe situation, because the thing is, mm-hmm. I you know I I grew up playing basketball, mm-hmm. so like he was even though I'm a lifelong Knicks fan, sadly, um, <laughs> <laughs> I always respected you know Kobe just because like I mean frankly like I grew up watching him right right but when it comes to that particular situation the the only thing we can honestly say is there are only two people who know what happened in that room the two people we know what happened in that room they both claim different stories and ultimately no convictions no things were made so i can't say definitively one way or the other what happened i just know that Nothing was ever proven in one direction or the other. So you can't just people want to bash Kobe saying, "Oh, he's a rapist." And I, my only question to that is, do you know that for sure? Like, right, I, I and, and we can't, I can't say, say that. that. I can't say that about him because I don't definitively know that. And that, and I don't and that want is people my to thing. listen to this and say that I'm being an apologist because, like, listen, if I well, knew, that's what someone said to me too, and I was like, I there's no way I would defend a rapist. Like that's ridiculous. Right, I don't. And right. had he been convicted. Of it, then or, that would have been it. Or if there were, if there were so much overwhelming evidence. I mean, the evidence was so weak with the woman having the multiple semen um, statements. Although that does not mean she was not raped. Let me just right. state that with with her refusing 
to um, defend herself, refusing to testify, which also it's very hard to testify. That does not mean that he was guilty. Um, that you know, but, but that does not mean that she was not um, telling the truth. But I'm saying though that the right. weak case was so weak that the prosecution would not go forward. Now, did she um, go after him civilly? Yes. But let me say this, and this is the one thing that I want people to to understand: settling a case civilly is not an admission of guilt by any stretch of the imagination. What, what lawyers do most of the time is work out civil companies. Every company you know, every single day, settles cases civilly because it's less expensive and also right. it ends everything to use typically to, to settle than it is to fight. So if you just wanted to go away and to be done with it and not to, particularly if you're famous and you don't want there to be constant coverage of a trial or whatever, you go ahead and civil. That does, I mean, and, 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 and settle. That does not mean right. I'm guilty. Right. And, and, on, and on top, and on top of that, cause I, I paid attention to the, to, to the civil case too. Mm -hmm. And one of the, one of the things that came out of it is he made a, um, he, he, like he made a statement to her basically saying that, um, I didn't see that situation the same way you did, mm -hmm. but hearing your story, like I, like I'm, I apologize. Basically like I apologize if, you know, I did, you know, something that, you know, made you uncomfortable. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize that was happening at the time. And like mm -hmm. I said, you can take that for what it's worth. Right. You can think he's bullshitting. You can think he's lying. All I'm saying is we can't definitively say one thing one way or the other. And now, that, and that was my own point. That was my own point. Right. Absolutely. Do I think it's fair to mention it? Like, I mean, you, you can mention you sure. can mention it because it sure. is part of the story. You have like, absolutely you can't just pretend like this thing didn't happen. It's just that people ride so hard for something they don't know definitively, and that's all I'm saying. It's like me, I'm a very I agree with you. Black and white. I'm a very black and white math based logical dude. Like if I like I just said, I just threw R. Kelly all the way under the bus. And mind you, R. Kelly was probably my favorite singer growing up. Oh, so you don't even understand. You don't even understand. <laughs> The things that he caused. No, yes, absolutely. So it's like if I if I felt like yeah he did that shit, then it's like yeah he did that shit. Let's let's get him up out of here. But it's like I can't definitively say that. So when people go so hard one way or the other, and you can shift the pendulum to the other side, who like because like you'll see example like what Snoop did, where Snoop was coming at Gail and then called her all types of bitches and shit. And I'm just like, bro, that's not necessary. Like, oh, you don't I was. I, listen, this is the thing. I understand the anger because let, let, let me just say this. Because he was not convicted, because and and then because he, she was talking to Lisa, a, yeah. Lisa, a friend of his, she wasn't talking to like a, another journalist or someone from Sports Center who's chronicled and written about Kobe, who has some, you know, and they're having like an intellectual just discourse on his legacy. She's talking to a friend, and then what bothered right. me is that she asked the question. Mm -hmm. Leslie answered it. I thought mm -hmm. very professionally. I was so mm -hmm. impressed with her conduct. And then she pressed her and said, well, you really don't know. Yeah, that, 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 right? if anything, that was my, that was my issue with, with the Gail interview. Right. Was, she should have let it go. If, because it felt like Lisa kept trying to get out of there. Yes. And Gail kept bringing it back. But then one of the things that I thought was, one of the questions I thought was weird, she, <laughs> Gail said, do you think it's fair for people to bring it up. And I'm thinking to myself, you brought it up. Like exactly. You <laughs> like, got the conversation. Lisa wasn't talking about this. You're <laughs> exactly. the one who initiated this in the conversation. So you can't then turn around and say, is it fair when 
you were the one that initiated that part of the conversation. Exactly. Especially, especially with a like you're saying, it was a friend of his, and she was saying that it's I, a look. friend it was the wrong person. And, and he and, and he she just said the died. exact thing. She said the exact thing that we said, which is we can never definitively know what went on in that room. Exactly. Don't. But just based off the person that I personally know, right? I don't see him doing that. That's that's all Lisa can give you. She has no other information that she can offer to you besides that. So. And Gail and Gail could have left it right there. There was a woman Absolutely. on on Randy B Facebook, and she said Gail tried to put a question mark where God had put a period. I thought that was like so deep. Like it was like he's gone now. What was going to happen with that case has happened. He's not here to defend himself. We're not reopening a criminal case. It's done, right. in a sense. And I don't think it's part of his legacy. And if it, if you do think it is, then talk about it, like I said, with someone else, not let you know uh, Leslie. And then when she answered it, let it go. But then let me just say this: I have all the empathy and sympathy in the world for Gail because, what like you said about Snoop, come on, bruh. At the end of the day, that is still a woman. That is still your sister or your auntie, whatever you want to call her. And you don't disrespect a woman and, and threat. He, he threatened her. Yeah, like I saw, like, it, it, it's funny. Like, I, um, my wife actually showed me this comment from Mark Lamont Hill. Yes. Where um, he um, responded to Snoop in the same way, like, basically saying that, like, you don't have to basically delve into the misogyny just to make a point. Right, right. right. And then his comment section lit up. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, I saw it. And then, like, I, I, he responded basically saying, it's like, it's amazing how me defending a black woman gets me called a coon. And he right. was just like, that's, that's crazy. Like, like, I'm literally defending a black woman, and I'm cooning for defending a black woman. And like, I'm do y'all even hear yourselves? Right, exactly. And it's so funny to me, or no, sad to me, not funny, I'm, that's wrong, completely wrong word, uh, how quickly we can attack the black woman, there's no way if this were a situation that you would see white males coming after a white woman with the same vitriol ever. Like it just, it just, to me, I insane. And so I was, I'm not, I, don't get me wrong. I am disappointed in Gail. I think she made a mistake, but I can empathize with her because let me say this, the hardest thing, and let me know if you feel the same way, if you feel the same way, Elsie, the hardest thing about what we do, it's like you're putting yourself out there, right? And mm -hmm. we're going to screw up. I'm going to say not even one thing, probably 25 billion things. Like, go ahead and start counting that are going to be wrong in the moment, in the, you know, people are going to disagree with me or I'm going to look back and say, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. Right. And because we're just. Talking. Oh, abs abs absolutely. Because I can I can think of, you know, specific situations where I might have written about something and it was just interpreted a little bit differently than I meant. I'll give you an example, like where I was talking about uh, charter schools and public schools in, in New York city. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, my personal experience with public schools were they weren't good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't have a good experience in, mm -hmm. in, in public school, mm -hmm. but I also do know a bunch of teachers. And so in the article that I wrote, they kind of looked at it as if I was bashing them. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know plenty of teachers that are worth their salt who are doing what they're supposed to do or trying to do their best in regards to these kids. Mm -hmm. I just also know that these cities aren't giving them enough funding to be able to, you know, properly give supplies to kids, you know, properly, you know, set up programs that, that, that would, you know, 
open kids' minds to different avenues and areas. Like, I just know that you guys are, you know, working against the, yeah, working against the system. I know plenty of teachers who had to buy their own school supplies. Oh, I used for to. Their students. I used to. You know? I so it's like, so, so it's like, yeah, like, no, like, I'm not saying anything against you. So, yeah, I, I understand completely what well, you're saying, where it's, you might, something might come off wrong and you have to say, hey, I, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that, but I could see how oh, you arrived at that point. <laughs> sometimes I meant it like that that day that's what i tell people i'm continuously learning and i disagree with no one more than i do my daggone self right so i am a constantly evolving person and i'm open to different opinions and the reason why i love like doing what we do is because people change my mind all the time so when i wrote it i felt that way and see it's out there then it's public but then sometimes and you know it'll be six months a year later and somebody will say, well, Randy, you were wrong. And you're going off. I'm like, you, you are so, you're right. I was wrong. But that's what I thought then. But the fact that there is a history, like there's a historical record of every single thing that we say, think, or whatever, it's scary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do it. I mean, I, we, I certainly don't do it on a, you know, on a Gale level, but we do it. And so it, it makes me sad that we as a people, c- because we have struggled, I get why, I get it, because we have struggled so hard and we really depend on our people to be loyal to each mm-hmm. other and to the race. So when we're not loyal, when we see a detractor amongst our ranks, we get highly upset, including me. So I get and understand people's anger. And Kobe was someone who was Really loved by people and it felt like Gail was going against him so I get the anger but I do not get the abusive attacks I don't get but them. you know 100% it's like I've used this word a lot probably already this this podcast but I feel like especially when it comes to us a lot of times also because we always feel like we have to have each other's back we, we don't do. have nuanced conversations sometimes like we don't we don't just leave room for just like, like, it's almost like kind of like a, hey, guys, before you kill me, hear me out. <laughs> like, right, you know, right. Like, I'm still on your side, but just understand what I'm trying to say. Because like I, I saw people, you know, in, in like, I think in a similar Snoop rant, he was talking about, you know, Bill Cosby or Michael Jackson. I'm just like, hey, guys, man, listen, I talk about black shit all the time. Mm-hmm. You might not want to hear what I have to say about Bill Cosby and Michael Jackson. <laughs> so Exactly. Like, right. So let me let me bow out of this before I get eviscerated. <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean, like I told you, like, you know, there is this, you know, constant monitoring of your blackness and your downness and your wokeness, right? And what I would love for us to get to a point is, is admitting and embracing that one, we're not monolithic. We have a whole right. variety of thoughts. Uh, and and who we are, and we could be down, you know, as fuck as people say, and still have differing opinions. I could still like think that R. Kelly is a sexual monster. Is a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, I could still think that and be down for black people, right? But I understand that for some people you disagree and you have the right to do it, right? And I mean, we laugh about the delegation, but we're real serious about it. And 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 I'm in that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't roll with Tiger Woods, for instance, at all. But that's because to me, he's affirmatively pretty much said, like, I ain't really messing with y'all. He's like he's Cablin Asian. Yeah, he's Cablin Asian. He said straight up, like, <laughs> I ain't really messing with the black people. I don't even. I'm not even calling myself black. I'm not even calling myself biracial. I'm going Cablin Asian <laughs> and making up something. So yeah, I, I I do it too. But I think that we get a little 
crazy with it. And you know um, what I think part of that, you know what I think part of that is, is that, yeah. you know, of course it's no secret, the history that we've had in this country. Right. So anytime, anytime we have a black person who's reached a certain level of success, we're hyped to see them there. Yes. So anytime that there's anything that can knock them off of that pedestal, we immediately get defensive. The same way, like I remember, like we love Felicia Rashad, right? But I remember when the Bill Cosby stuff came, started coming out and she was just like, they're trying to tarnish his legacy. And I'm thinking to myself, nah, he's tarnishing his own legacy. No, yeah, he did that himself. Yeah. He did that to himself. Like he didn't, <laughs> we, we didn't do that to him. Like we didn't tell him to go, you know, put the pill in everybody. We didn't tell him right. to do that. Like, right. so, but, but it's because Bill Cosby broke down so many barriers for people in the entertainment industry that people don't want to acknowledge that. It's like, he can also be this other thing too. Like, it's right, not- but, but, but we need, the problem is that we are so desperate in our community, understandably, for heroes, right? Absolutely. Like, it absolutely. took me a long time to have logical conversations about President, former President Barack Obama's legacy. Right. Like I was like, well, how could you say that? And it took me I'm serious. I had to mature to say, well, yes, he did not roll. He did not handle that particular issue correctly because I so blindly needed him to be perfect, which is insane. Right. right? Right. It doesn't it doesn't work. So I totally get it. And we are we, we need we need our heroes. And like we are oftentimes you know abuse so like how me and you when we couldn't get our tech technology working yesterday was like it's a conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) it's the man son right right, because that's not unheard of i mean i'm sitting up this morning watching on netflix you know who killed malcolm x right you know that's out oh oh it's out oh yeah oh yeah i gotta get out as soon as possible Oh yeah, it is. And it's, it's good. Right. So I'm like, yeah, cause I'm supposed to be writing, but I'm just like all like transfixed by that. And so when you are a people who have, you know, watched that, you know, gone through the Tuskegee experiment and the Malcolm X killings and the, we, we do always wonder, is it real? Are you trying to hurt us? But what I would say to people like Snoop Dogg is what I do believe is real is always to pit black folks against each other. And so in some ways by showing such vitriol, you're playing into exactly what CBS, you know, cause CBS, you know, really promoted that clip of her doing that. Right. Now don't get me wrong. Gail needs to own that. She did it. She could right. have, she could have refused to do the interview because she's been there forever. She's a veteran. She could say, I'm not doing it. She could have refused to ask that question. She could have let it go once Leslie answered the question, but she chose not to. And what I wish she would do is own that and say, I'm so sorry, I made a mistake. Because an apology goes a long way, but she's not doing that. But at the same time, do I feel that news stations, the media is always setting it up to be, you know, Nikki against Cardi or, you know, Regina against Megan or whatever. They're always setting course, it up not course. to like each other. Of course. And we play into that. And we got to let that, you know, we got to try to let that go a little bit so we could be more loving and forgiving towards each other when we do mess up. Absolutely. Because it's, it's, but like you said, it's, it's these, it's this idea that we have to be, monolithic and it's like no we're not all one way and it's okay 
to have a difference of opinions. Yep. But we have to at least be grown enough to be able to articulate ourselves without just bringing the guns out at each other every single time. Like right. somebody says it does something that we don't like. That's not, that's not how this works. Like if there's, there's going to be no room for understanding if we're just shouting at each other. Well, and, and look, like, and not just shouting, but breaking each other down. A, a man, Snoop Dogg should not feel comfortable threatening a black woman. And we bless that within our community. No, and get called Dogg, a coon for being upset with him for doing it. That's exactly. Because And now let me get this. Snoop Dogg is my boo. I cannot believe. But what I'm telling you, when Snoop Dogg came out, I was a teenager. And honey, I was in love with that skinny roller wearing man. <laughs> I'm tell, I, I, I don't know. That was my boo. And I still to this day love him. I still go to his concerts. One time I couldn't even find my car. I had such a contact. That was about three years ago. So that's my dog, right? But he was wrong in that case. He was wrong. He went too far. He Absolutely. I, I understood why though, because that's your people and it just died and you are hurting and grieving and you're protective of, of his family and your little probably, you know, play nieces that he has. I get the fire. Trust me as a person who has lost people. You want to go for blood when they go against those people. But, you know, it was too much. Understandable. There's, there's, there's just a way to do. There's just a way to do things, and that just wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't it. That 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 wasn't it. That wasn't it. So anything else we uh, had to hit on this week? I know we don't have a little bit more time, but what else? I mean, that kind of took up so much. That for me, like I said, the impeachment, I ain't really pay attention to because I knew that I was going to work out, and I actually have a hard time looking at that thing. He's he's he he offends me so much. Just yeah, because it's like there's there's because there's a smugness. He just knows like I'm untouchable. But no, we don't have to go back into that. The only other yeah. thing I can think of is because I wrote about it on my oh, site. Oh yes, yes. Site. Real quick, everybody out there who's who uh, follows humans in New York. Uh, Bobby Love wasn't a good husband, y'all. I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to break that down to y'all real quick. Like, you hurt I don't know if anybody's feelings. confused. But you was. hurt my feelings when you said that, but you're right. But, but the Bobby Love story, and and, and she, yeah, and she needed to stick up for herself more. I feel kind of sorry for her a little bit. Because it's like I, like, I understand, like, listen, I understand your man was a fugitive for like 40 years. I get it. I get it. Which, by the way, keeping a secret that long is it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not letting that slip in four decades is crazy. Mm -hmm. But what she was describing about him, like, oh, he doesn't hug me. He doesn't talk to me. If I'm expressing myself, he looks at me with, like, an angry face and all that. I'm just like, that ain't got nothing to do with him being a fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> I just think homeboy wasn't trying to hear nothing you were talking about. <laughs> Bobby Love just wasn't a good husband. He wasn't, oh. he wasn't, trying, to, he wasn't trying to hear nothing. And honestly, I feel like He's just a product of his time a little bit. Where, yeah. Where it's only more recent where even especially black men, we, where we allow ourselves to like feel shit. <laughs> like, you know, like a lot oh, of times, like, that, that like, and, and black women. I mean, that's that's actually that whole topic is something that I want to delve into this month, uh, you know, February being you know valentine's and black history like our ability and inability to show and express love i definitely need to talk about that that's 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 some real talk you're talking there right no and we can we could definitely say because i'd like to i'd like to get into that more too but it's like yeah i just think he didn't know how to express himself just like most people didn't seem to know how to express themselves back then and he wasn't trying to open up he wasn't trying to be vulnerable none of that so it translated to her having issues with herself, like where she was wondering if something was wrong with her. And it's just like, right. nah, there's nothing wrong with you. Just, he's not open to any of the things you're saying. 
Well, if you have to shut down, if you shut down your whole life, (laughs) right? Well, if you have to shut down your whole life, like who you are, cut yourself off from everything you've ever known. Absolutely. I, I bet you too. Your emotions are even more shut down. But yeah, Bobby, that was that. But that was a good series. That's about to be a movie. They're about, that they're that about has to be a story. Be <laughs> yeah, it has. They're about to both be paid. So I'm happy for the loves. I'm happy for the loves. <laughs> well, you know, my brother, it's always good talking with you, chatting it up. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I hate we didn't get to make it happen yesterday, but you know, the conspiracy, the CO conspiracy. <laughs> they couldn't keep us down, y'all. They couldn't keep us down. You know what I mean? We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a good rest of your weekend. I'll holler at you. Saved you, Randy. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Well, that's a wrap, fam, with this episode of Conversations with Randy B. We will chat with you next time. In the meantime, you can find me at randyb.net. Randy underscore underscore B on Instagram or Randy B on Facebook. Catch up with you later. Take care until then.